You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. And I didn't want to give up my spot on the on the other line. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I got bumped somehow. My computer completely shut down. So here we are uh, back. Well, well, we'll welcome everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Never a dull moment around here. Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> this is Anne DeHart, uh welcoming you to our Wednesday night get-togethers with uh, Mother, Father, God, and their cosmic guests. Uh, cosmic, galactic, uh, friends in the skies, um, friends within hollow earth. We never know who we're going to be speaking with, but we are connected. And uh, I'd like to introduce you to our um, uh, to Dr. Catherine E. May, who uh, this is her show, and uh, she has a, a website that is known as whoneedslight.org, O-R-G. Who needs light? Uh, I do. <laughs> dot O-R-G. Uh, Dr. May is a practicing clinical psychologist. Uh, she has been practicing in the New York City area and the Hudson Valley area uh, for more than 35 years. So everybody knows Dr. May. And uh, she has also been uh, recently, uh, I don't know how recently, within the last few years, connected with Mother, Father, God, and asked to be uh, the voice for them, which she does exceptionally well, as well as for their guests. We never know, and I don't know, uh, I don't know if it was posted or not, but we uh, will definitely have some extraordinary guests from the cosmos and from the galactics here. Shall um, I tell you who it's going to be? Well, I'm going to turn Catherine. it over to you. I think I've said enough right there, Catherine. Well, Go right ahead. I've been introduced many times. I bet people already know. Oh, but there's always <laughs> new people. You can't say, oh, well, here's Dr. May. You know her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Okay. Okay. Well, there's also a book called Who Needs Light on my website that's 
people will want to take a look at. Um, and I want to introduce Anne, who is, this is Anne DeHart, whose websites are beautiful and informative, hollowearthnetwork.com and earthascends.com. And she is our fabulous co-host who handles um, questions and calls coming in and holds down the fort when I disappear. <laughs> so I was, I was just told a few minutes ago that um, we're going to have tonight Mother, Father, God, uh, Jesus, St. Germain, Ashtar, and Archangel Michael. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. No, well, I don't know if they were I don't know if they were pulling my leg, but I <laughs> they said, Oh no, we all want to be there. So Aww. it must be a special night. I feel oh, like oh. it is. I feel like mm-hmm. it is. I feel like we're really going uh, everything is just crackling around here. <laughs> right, and we're only two days away from the Lions Gate. Um, energy blast we're going to get on the 26th. And um, I also have a really interesting story to tell about Mm. what we did today. So I'm here with um, seven of these beautiful ladies that helped me and two children who also are, are interesting folks. So we're, we're going to tell you the story about our encounter with the Shawtoos uh, people. Ooh, Catherine, you did it. That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. Now, some people who may not know, Shawtoos is the name that they prefer to be called by. And we these are the beings that we use those unflattering names like Bigfoot. <laughs> They do not recognize themselves as Bigfoot. They call themselves Shotus. So Zora on the Saturday call told us to how we could go about seeing them. And we made a plan, and there are lots of people here who can tell the story um, with more detail and interesting um, comments than I can even. So there are there were two of us there who were channeling the the Shatu's uh mother and her two twin children and by the end of the our encounter with them most of us were able to hear them telepathically and communicate with them and they were they have not yet shown themselves but they have pretty much hinted that they're going to be doing that. But they were a little shy at first, and I think they wanted us to learn how to communicate telepathically with them before they showed themselves. So we had two encounters. Um, The first was last night when we went outside and made a bonfire and were sitting out and... um, we started to try to channel them, and I'm going to ask our friend Peg to Peg Thompson to tell a little bit about her um, experience with channeling Mother Shatus, 
whose name we can't pronounce. <laughs> and um, I'll give you a little outline. And after um, she began channeling, the young girl's mother, who's with us, um, Lori Cantwell, and her daughter, um, Christy, Chris, she, Lori ran inside and said, we've got to get Christy, bring her back out here, because what we had heard from the mother, Shawtus, was that the children were very shy and were afraid, and that they needed some coaxing. Turns out they were afraid of the dark, too, because where they live, it's always light. So Lori ran in and got her daughter, and Christy came out and sat down next to us, curled up, and said, Oh, yes, they're twins. And she started talking with the, the Chateau's children. And that was a fascinating experience to watch watch her just offhandedly have a, a discussion with these other kids. And I bet she would like to describe to us what they looked like. So let's. I'm going to ask um, Peg to give us a little a little description of the mother and what she had to say, and then I'm going to ask Christy to tell us what her experience was like channeling the Shawtooth family. So we're here in uh, in Lac Chevray in Canada, in the woods, and this is where um, Zora told us that we would be able to meet them. And lo and behold, we have. So Peg will tell you a little bit about what she experienced. Mother, as she asked us to call her, was an enchanting and graceful and beautiful, beautiful person. She and her daughters had been listening to us as we raised the rafters singing and loved that thoroughly. And we thought that we needed to build a campfire and that we needed to wait in the darkness and be quiet, only to discover that they do not like fire. They say that mankind is very careless with fire. So that was our first mistake. And our second was is assuming that they, they preferred the darkness because indeed they do not. The children were balking at coming over from the fifth dimension because they were afraid of our darkness. And they asked if we could come back today at noon, which was given for our benefit because they do not experience time in their dimension. And so we did. We brought both last night and today a Bowl, a huge bowl of fruit as an offering, and discovered to our delight they much prefer the bananas that we put out and watermelon. And so it was such a joy. And when Christy came out, at first she was a little intimidated because their presence is so very, very strong, and it was very overwhelming. And then when she started to speak with the children, I could still eavesdrop at that point. It was like our heads almost exploded. And it was like, oh, my goodness, their their voice 
was so very loud that our poor little brains went, oh! And so I told Lori, or uh, Christy, sorry, that she needed to tell the children that they needed to quiet their voices. Well, they were very confused because why, Mother, must we quiet our voices? And so Mother had to explain, we don't use so much of our brain as they do, and we're not used to them talking as they do. So it was an overall delighting and incredible experience. And today as we waited and we waited and we waited, we were going, okay, they're supposed to show up right over there in that grove. And it's like, but they didn't. And we discovered as we finally finished waiting, and of course today was the one day that we froze our little (laughs) patookas off because it was cold and it was windy. But our lesson today was in that of patience. Patience that there is no time and patience that it doesn't always present itself as we think it should. And here is... Thank you. That was great, Peg. That captured... They were so lovely. And also, I'm going to add just a little bit to that. The mother went around our group and had a special message for each of the women in the group. And at one point, um, the message to me was that she was very interested in the work we were doing um, as mothers and as light workers, and that she wanted to be there to help us and to offer her strength and her wisdom so that she didn't call it wisdom, of course, to offer what she could to help me to lead the group and to help the women who were revealing so much and learning so much. So she wanted to be a member of the group and to help me. And she made it very clear that she would be there to back me up and to to bring her very powerful sense of love to the group. And we all felt it. It was just overwhelming, the power of her enveloping sense of love. So here's Christy to tell us a little bit about her experience with the kids, the twins. And maybe, Christy, you can give us a little description, too, of, of what you saw. Um. Well, the kids didn't look like their mom yet. Um, They were younger than me, but taller than me, much bigger than me. Tell them how old you are. I am nine, and they're younger than me, but um, one of the children that I was talking to said that they were 11. So what I'm assuming is their years are not as slow as ours. Mm -hmm. So... um, my experience with them was very nice, and um, they told me that, well, my mom had told me that they were nicer than us, so I I was saying, well, if I think I'm nice, I can just imagine how nice they are. <laughs> um, can you tell us what they looked like, the, um, the twins? Well, the twins were brown, not really hairy, but fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um. Around their mouth, they didn't have any hair. It was just, like, black. 
and around their nose. And their eyes were like green. Hmm. Um, they didn't have very big feet, so I don't know why we call them Bigfoot. <laughs> um, but where they live is very sunny. They they don't have um like a nighttime. It's always daylight. It's always daytime, and it's um. They don't really have an indoors where I saw, and um, they live in another dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very grassy where they live. There's lots of flowers and trees, and it's really nice there, except I'm not sure how they sleep because it's very funny. <laughs> hmm. Um. What happened when you talked to them about their fears? Um, they Cause said, they seemed to change their minds after they talked to you. Yeah, their fears were um, the fire was very scary to them, and the nighttime was scary to them because they had never seen it. They had never seen the nighttime, but the mom has been here before to pick up the food and everything, so she knows the nighttime. She wasn't very scared, but the children were really scared. They were, like, um, hugging their mom. They didn't want to let go of their mom. Um, They were always right near their mom. They would not let go of their mom. Um, But we saw them last, uh, two nights ago as well. We saw them today. Well, we didn't see them today, but um, we heard them. And um, they gave everyone a special gift, like the it's like a puzzle, but you're missing the one piece. And she gave us the one piece, except I didn't need the last piece, so she just kind of gave me sparkles, just so I wouldn't feel left out. Um, and I thought that was really nice. Um, so she gave everyone else the last piece of the puzzle. Um, and they were really nice to us, and, um, the twins started talking to me and the other children that were there, and I'm not sure if they talked to everyone else. Oh, yeah, and, um, uh, two nights ago, uh, Monday night, they said that, um, when we, when I stopped talking to them, because their mom said they needed to get ready for bed, and she said that they needed to brush their teeth. And I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, um, I think these sticks, and so does my mom. But we're not really sure what they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, she also said to me, where did all your fur go? <laughs> Um, and I thought that was hysterical. I told her that, well, I, I didn't grow fur. See, I'm not the same kind of species as you. So you grow fur, but I don't. <laughs> so she finally understood that. But, um, I thought that was really funny. It definitely was. Um, and they were really nice. And so... I think if you get a chance to talk to them, that would be great.
thank you, Christy. So now Christy has has some new friends, as do the Chatus children. So we were all really delighted with that whole experience, and looks like we're going to be seeing more of them. We have a few more days, so we're looking forward to a new, a new, and another new encounter. So that should be pretty exciting. Anne, are you still there? Yeah, I yeah, just uh, uh, muted myself, make sure there's no background noise. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not too sure of the connection here, so I was afraid no. we might have just been talking for no. 10 <laughs> all is well. Okay. So that was pretty exciting, all in all. And that's just a kind of brief outline of the events that we experienced. So as as Christy said, we recommend conversations with the Shawtooth people. They're very interesting and very loving. Just amazing, really. It clearly, they're way more advanced than we are because her um, her approach to us <clears throat> was so intelligent and she immediately fell into kind of a teaching role to teach us how to how to be patient, teach the children how to be patient, and to, it was like a a sort of object lesson for all of us. So I'm looking forward to some more encounters because she's a wonderful teacher. And very, very large person (laughs) or being with um, a very large heart. Oh, Catherine, did they come and get the the fruit then? Yes, they took some. Uh Um, We had a huge bowl. They took a lot of the bananas. And they seemed to have... Oh, yes, I'm being reminded. There was such an interesting moment in the beginning of our meeting today. It was around lunchtime, and and we were... um, just beginning to talk with her, and she she was going around the group, group saying things to various people, and she said, Catherine, would you like us to get you a piece of fruit? <laughs> so <laughs> before they even accepted any of the fruit we had given them, they wanted to give me a piece. Aww. So clearly they are, you know, based in a very generous, um, sense of, you know, communi- communicating with others. Hmm. And it, it was interesting. She, um, when Peg first encountered the mother last night, they said, um, we want to talk to Lady Catherine, the one who talks to God. Oh, for goodness sake. So somehow they knew that mm-hmm. that I, who live there, am the one who mm-hmm. talks to God. Mm. So they knew all about us, mm. and they knew about they knew about our conversations. They knew about what we were doing. They were pretty amused by us a lot of the time. I mean, they liked our singing. We, you know, got into some three part harmony <laughs> last night, and they said they really liked our singing. And then they mm. made a request. They said they loved hearing. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. We did a round. 
<laughs> out by the lake, and they said they really liked Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and would we sing that again? <laughs> and I, I think they were learning it. I think they wanted to take it home. So Aww. they were learning how to do it around singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's yeah. just, just so sweet. Oh, it's precious. Well, well, congratulations, all of you girls. What a privilege. What an honor. That uh, really what a, Yes, really. All right. So um, we've had announcements on Saturday that maybe some of the folks here haven't heard. We should probably give them a very brief update um, about the fact that um, Zora announced in no uncertain terms that he is Father God. He um, And they have given us the message that this is the last chapter of our experience here on 3D Earth. And mm-hmm. so today they gave me a message called the last chapter. Mm-hmm. And it is um, a synopsis of what's going on with the ascension process. And it says in the message that we are to send, copy these, dozens of, make dozens of copies and give them to everyone you know. Because this is going to be happening very soon and there are many, many people who are completely unprepared. Mm. So this brief um, description is about the ascension process and what people can expect. And it also includes the statement that, yes, Jesus is returning very shortly. So I think this may get the attention of a lot of people who haven't thought anything about ascension, but who are certainly interested in knowing if if Jesus is going to make a return. Mm -hmm. So I am posting it and... You know, you will be getting it when the show is over. So we'll be giving this message to as many people as we can possibly reach around the world. So you well, it's nice we don't have to make copies. It's nice we can just send it to our lists, and I'm sure everyone has their lists email-wise. Uh-huh. They made a point of saying copy this. So you have wow. it, the paper copy. Mm. Give it to everyone you work with. Give it to all your neighbors. Give it to everyone you meet. Mm. Hand them out at the grocery store and so on. Just give them to everyone. My. So there are many who are not on your email list. Oh, oh man, I should say. Yes. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. I'm real, I'm glad I asked the stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good answer. <laughs> yeah, so that's um that's what they're asking. That we distribute this like, you know, Tom Thomas Paine distributed common sense. <laughs> mm. So now Very. it's our to tell the people about the revolution. Do they use that word revolution? Is that incorporated in this? That's my word. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Well, they've used it before. I remember several, maybe a couple of months ago, they were saying, are you a revolutionary? Um, oh, it's right. time oh. for a revolution. I remember they used those words. Yes, well, it is a revolution. Everything's mm-hmm. going to So they want more people to know, and those more people are the ones that are not on our mailing list. Right, right. So I think it was specifically the people who are not on our mailing list are the ones they want this to go to. Very good, very good. And that's our assignment, to get it out to the world. And you you haven't published, I've, I've been, Catherine, I've been going bumper to bumper. I just now stopped and had, if you want to call it breakfast before the call. So I haven't had, I haven't seen, uh, apparently you, you have, you've got the message, but it hasn't been released yet. So I, I haven't lost it anywhere in my emails. No, no, I just sent it to you. Oh, good, good. Okay, we'll be in thanks. Email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've just begun sending it out to my my. Uh, mailing list too. So great, great. Oh, so exciting. So the idea. Everything is, is changing. Yeah, everything. everything. It just seems like um, you know, the world isn't the same as it was yesterday. Right. Um, and I sometimes forget what what we've said and what we haven't said. But I think people should be um, brought up to date on some more things that transpired on the Saturday call. One of them. Now you can <laughs> you can fill me in if I if I haven't said this before um, that not only are we in the last chapter but that all contracts are canceled. Mm-hmm. And what this means is that all soul contracts are canceled. All agreements that were made before people came here with their guides, with their soulmates, all can all canceled. All mm-hmm. finished. So any illness, any um problem that people have had, any relationship difficulties, there is no more um responsibility to fulfill anything. We are now completely operating on our own free will in the moment with no strings attached. Now this, yes. <laughs> you heard me take a breath. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it was, uh, actually it was Monday's call. Um, it was right. it was That's the day before yesterday, not the Saturday <laughs> which is quite sure. long, but we've got one coming up, and I must find a whole new logo. I can't show Zora's picture anymore, so that's okay. going to be interesting. Um, but um, also, I think it washed over into all Earth contracts, right. um, including mortgages and agreements with the banksters and so on? Yes. All um, legal contracts that have been arranged through any institution or banking organization are null and void. This means that um, mortgage companies, banks, will not have the teeth to pursue you or to foreclose or to do any of those things because uh, their power is just 
being completely eliminated. Oh, Catherine, I'll tell them where they can hear that. Um, in Father God's own, boy, his voice did change at the end. I, the response I had from that call, um, people just, it, it, they were totally changed by that call. And the mm. next day, even more so. And uh, you can listen to it. It's almost three hours, but it, it just it just flew by. And you can go to hollowearthnetwork.com and uh, go right to Breaking News. It's right there at the top now. And I've changed it. I did say Zora's full moon call, which it was, the full moon, to, but I've changed it to Paradigm Changing Call. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's the way it's labeled. And it was labeled uh, July the 22nd. You can just listen to it. Oh. And whatever they do, don't miss the last part of the call. Oh, that's yes. Phenomenal. Oh. Yes, Father God speaking directly mm. to us in no uncertain terms. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I guess that's the outline of recent events. Have I missed anything? <laughs> I tell you, I, I am so much in the now right now, Catherine. It's hard to sort it out into segments of days anymore. Yes. Um, it, it, it's all just interacting so fluidly. It's hard to sort it out into segments. But I think you did a wonderful job. I'm glad you did that. That's great. Okay. Well, that's the update from Planet Earth. So... I guess we could now um, check in and see what Mother, Father, God have to say today. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, just get yourself all arranged, whatever is needed to uh, make uh, Mother, Father, God comfy uh, as they join you. <laughs> and <laughs> you guys all just get snuggled in there together. We're just sort of uh, delaying for a minute or two, but I bet you by now... Uh, Mother, Father, God is going to be the next voice that we hear. Um, by the way, Ann, I'll, I'll bring them in in a moment, but um, there are some people here who are used to hearing me channel Zora or Father God, um, but when I channel Mother, Father, God, it's it's a different voice. So... We'll see. We'll just continue to have Mother, Father, God come through, unless mm -hmm. they, unless they have preferences. Yes, yes. I think it's a kind of a different uh, viewpoint, so to speak. Yeah. And I did introduce uh, the next voice that we're going to hear, and I, I was good. I did say Mother, Father, God should be the next voice that we hear, and uh, we're all ears. Hello, dear ones. Yes, this is the voices of Mother, Father, God together. We enjoy doing this. It's it's as entertaining as speaking, actually more entertaining than speaking independently. So we enjoy coming together this way. And we um, we also want to underline that the message we gave Catherine this afternoon is possibly the most important message so far. 
because this will give everyone the opportunity to tell their friends and their neighbors and their family members what is really happening. Now, we know there are still some among you who are afraid of being seen as um, crazy or unbalanced or, you know, wildly outside the norm. And perhaps that's true. If it is, that's very unfortunate because those who think they are the norm truly need to be brought up to speed because they, many of them, may be completely unaware of what is happening. And when the changes begin, they will be completely blown off their feet. So we're asking all of you to please prepare your friends, prepare your family, even if they resist, even if they tell you they don't believe a word you're saying. It doesn't matter. Because when the time comes and these things that you have predicted actually happen, they will have been forewarned. And they will thank you. Now, for some of you, that might be a change. Would be a pleasant change, wouldn't it? So we encourage you to tell everyone, everyone you know, about this, these coming events. And we made an effort to to give you a message that you can print out that will cover most of the main points that people will need to know about. The arrival of the ships, the changes in your day-to-day lives, all of those things, of course, will change. And there is no way that any of you can truly imagine what it will be like because there are so many variables and so many things changing that it will be, your lives will be practically unrecognizable. Now, if you truly care about your children and your brothers and sisters and your neighbors, you will at least let them know. Even if they say they're not interested, give them a copy Let them read it. Even if they only read a paragraph, it will help. So we're asking you to do the service that many of you have asked. What can I do to help? I don't know what my path is. I'm not sure what my destiny is. How can I do this? Well, this is how you can do it. You can print these out and give them to everyone you know. We have a kitty cat here who wants to sit on our lap. (laughs) All right. So we have a very busy schedule tonight. Many of your friends are here. We have Sananda and St. Germain and Archangel Michael. Lots of Good information coming up. And did I say Ashtar? We didn't say Ashtar. Yes, dear. Um, I I don't know if this is appropriate for right now, but um, I do post a lot of messages. I'm very careful of the sources 
but one of the sources is uh, updates um, of the condition of uh, Gaia, um, Mother Earth, and today they have asked us all to um, lend uh, to s- steal the the energies S T E E L, um, and Gaia is asking for this support, uh, and they're thanking us for our support. Uh, is there anything we need to know or understand better about what we should be doing along that line? I don't know what you're referring to by stealing. Yeah, I don't know either. It was S-T-E-E-L, and it's posted on Gaia Portal. Um, It's published from Ireland, and it's usually updates about the frequencies or the changes, but this was unusual, and they've never asked for our support and participation in assisting Gaia. And I I didn't know if there was anything that you could... uh, enlighten us but as long as we send our love to her i'm sure that that and our assurance that she is well that will suffice yes dear i think that's a better description of what truly helps gaia it's it's difficult to imagine what seal would have to do with helping gaia but we can suggest that in your meditations um, I think what the what the author or the uh, person who was speaking for Mother Gaia might have been referring to would be um, her wish to feel balanced and um, an alignment with all of humankind, with all the beings on Earth, and their conscious participation in her ascension process. Now, there has been some effort on the part of the galactics to uh, stabilize Mother Gaia, as as you're calling, as they're calling her. Um, but that work is being done by the galactics. Now, we can send, certainly it would be um, helpful for all of the people listening to do their meditation, send your love to the Mother Earth, and also send a special, um, let's say, stabilizing, comforting, um, calm, supportive message to her. She's working hard. Yes, thank you so much. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but that's all um, right. All right, You're thank you. It's always important. So we we will. I think we've given you enough blockbusters for today. <laughs> so we will be willing to turn over the the airwaves to our wonderful masters who are here to speak with you. They're all very eager. So we have, um, they often ask for Sananda to go first so that you can all hear his message. And then I'm sure they will have uh, comments from their own areas of interest. So why don't we let you, dear Lady Nada, introduce (laughs) (laughs) 
You are so wonderful. Introduce. I didn't hear your last words. What? You are Sananda. <laughs> I just had to hear that. <laughs> Thank you, Mother, Father, God. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Right. And uh, I am honored uh, to bring forth our next cosmic guest that we will all be seeing as we understand very soon. And uh, I believe by this time, Mother, Father, God have had an opportunity to uh, withdraw and uh, open the airways to our beloved Sananda. Greetings, everyone, and hello, dear Lady Nada. Yes, this is Sananda. And what an exciting time it is. All of you on this call are the team, you know. You're the ones who have worked with me for thousands of years in this process of learning, teaching, evolving, taking on the challenges that began all the way back when planet Earth was created. It's been a long history from fifth dimension all the way down to third dimension. And then together, we have fought our way back. And it is truly a success story, isn't it? It is. It's wonderful. And here we are on the brink of a new start, a truly new era. We've called it the new golden age. And that is what it will be. I'm so looking forward to seeing all of you, to taking your hand, Lady Nada, to greet you in person, and to greet all the other people who will be so excited to see us, to see their twin flames arriving in the ships. It will truly be a momentous celebration. And it will be soon. We're preparing. And we're certainly ready. But you can feel it, can't you? It's changing daily. It's just um it's it's just obvious that we're we're just right on the brink. Yes, thank you. It's true we are on the brink. We're in the phase that Mother, Father, God have called the last chapter. And it is the last chapter of the era in which we have been struggling good against evil light against dark, there will be no more against in our new life. There will be no divisiveness. There will be no racial tensions. There will be no wars. It will be truly a new era where love will transcend all other feelings, all other reasons to exist and we will live a life 
based in love. Now many of you have heard about the light chambers and about being renewed and restored to youth and complete health. And it is true. You will return as glorious champions of the light. And all of those who have worked with me for so many thousands of years now, of course, will be in the first wave. And when you are finished with your renewal process and have learned a little bit about what will be happening next, many of you will be returning to planet Earth to help. That is our agreement. Of course, you do have free will, and for some it may be so appealing to be able to transport themselves to any place they want to go in the universe. We might have some vacationers for a bit, and that would be well-earned. And then we will continue to teach, to enlighten, and to bring everyone along with us. And so we will fulfill the promise of planet Earth. As it has been written in the ancient texts, as we have talked with you about it, even those who have never heard one of these calls or have never read one of Mother, Father, God's messages, even those people know. They feel it in their bones. Many of them who have had various kinds of religious training will have read some things that predicted these days and some of the things, some of the predictions were even positive. Some of them were hopeful uh, descriptions of of our landing even. It has been said that I would return from the new Jerusalem. Well, yes, that is true. The new Jerusalem is a spaceship, of course. And I'm certain that people who've read the Bible and pictured me in robes and sandals will be very surprised when I step off a spaceship. (laughs) But of course, it is 2013, isn't it? I think so. (laughs) And things have changed quite a lot in 2,000 years. So we are looking forward to that with just such excitement. I hope that those listening can, can catch the wave of this tremendous excitement that everyone is feeling. We are so looking forward to this. So I have my my brothers here who are eagerly awaiting their turn to talk with all of you and I bet there will be people with questions as well. So we often get to talking rather long-windedly and, well, sorry fellas, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> we do
do get talking sometimes, and we don't leave enough time for the questions. So hopefully we'll have some time to do that. Let's see who'd like to come next. Now I'm going to say namaste (laughs) to all and turn over the airwaves to, yes, Ashtar. Ashtar. You and know, namaste, I, yes, and namaste yes. to Sananda and our grateful thanks for spending this time with us. Yes. Um, is this Catherine I'm talking with? Are you back, Catherine? Our, well, I wasn't, but I heard my name. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> it sounded uh, uh, Sananda was uh, laughing so much, and, and when the laughs come through, it always sounds more like you. And uh, so I thought maybe, but then I heard the namaste, and I thought, no, he he was just bidding farewell then. So anyway, um, looks like we're going to get to hear Ashtar next. Yes. Um, I guess it does come through as my laugh. I don't know quite how that It does, but it did that with uh, Zareya as well. We all noticed that when uh, Zora would laugh, it sounded like Zareya was there. There's something about the laugh. Uh-huh. Something about laughter that brings us back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to have a little fun along the way. All right, so I'm going to step aside and let Ashtar come in. Okay, we'll just give you a minute here, and uh, everybody assume whatever uh, situation you need to to allow Lord Ashtar to join us. Welcome, Ashtar. Welcome, dear. Lady Nada, how are you? This is Ashtar. This is wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, what an exciting night, isn't it? We've had the full mm-hmm. moon. We've had stories about beings in the woods who spoke with our friends. We've had announcements. Phenomenal announcements from Mother, Father, God. And we have a whole new life to look forward to. Now, I'm not going to give you an extensive talk, but I would like to ask everyone how they're, if they're working on the protection uh, meditations that I, that I gave through my twin flame. And I'm hoping that everyone is using that um, that that meditation to help them uh, build their pillar of light to protect them and carry them safely through these last days. Perhaps at the end we could have questions, and people can tell us if they have been if they've been using this and how they feel about it, and if it's been helpful. You know, sometimes when we give these messages, they go off into the air, and we do know that people are are reading them, and we know who's on the call, but we don't always know the follow-up. We don't always know how everyone's using them after we send it out there, so... It's wonderful for us to hear to hear back from people how they're doing, how they've used the messages we've sent them. 
That's fun for us, too. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about life on the ships and how how we're feeling these days. Of course, Ananda's up there with me a lot. We're we're often um, strategizing and um, working through how how we're going to um, carry through the logistics of this massive program that we're planning. And he also wants to know, you know, where are the ships that are revealing themselves across the planet just to see what the reactions will be. You've been seeing that in the news, even in the media, the the mainstream media. They're beginning to notice that there are so many ships out there. And what on earth could be happening? Well, you know what's happening. And hopefully it will get the attention of plenty of people who are tired of being told that what they just saw was actually swamp gas or a balloon in the sky or their imaginations or reflection on their camera lens. People are not going to be fooled any longer into believing that nonsense. They know there are ships up there. It looks like a spaceship. It doesn't look like a balloon. (laughs) So more and more people are acknowledging that this is real. More and more countries are coming forward to acknowledge that they are not pursuing any military reaction against what you call UFOs. So that is building. There are now 12 countries who have officially, in some form or another, through their higher level um, representatives, made the announcement, some more publicly than others, but have made the announcement that they will no longer be um, taking a, a defensive stance in relation to our ships. This is huge. And you know what happens when a number of people or a number of countries start doing something, then others tend to think that maybe they better jump on the bandwagon too. Well, we're hoping that's what will happen. And it seems to be building. So that's good news. And now I can tell you a little bit about the fun we're having on the ships. There are great celebrations up here because more and more people who have learned about the concept of twin flames are discovering that they can connect, that they can that they can speak telepathically with their own twin flame. And all over the globe there are There are telepathic communications flying back and forth from the ships to the ground and so many people walking around with smiles on their faces. You should see it up here. When you discover your true love, there's nothing like it. And there are many on the ships 
who are succeeding at that. Because, of course, as you know, the veil is lifting. People are are able to to break through that that veil that used to stand between us no longer. And those who who haven't yet made contact with their twin flames are getting help and advice from others. How did you get through? What do I need to do? How about some help here? <laughs> so everyone is trying to reach their twin flame and and tell them, we're coming, we'll be there soon, and guess who I am? <laughs> it's fun. And also we have music and, well, it's like a party every night here because everyone is so excited. And many of those who have had very important jobs to do, many have completed their um, their preparation work and, of course, are just, just so eager to come and see their families. So that's what's going on on the shifts. And now I, I'm going to turn this over. We have St. Germain and Archangel Michael here. Let's see who'd like to go next. Well, we've joked with you about how we're elbowing each other to be next. <laughs> it's not really true. We don't elbow each other. <laughs> we sometimes do pretend we're flipping a coin. <laughs> But it always just ends up to be in some sort of logical order. So I will turn this back over to you, dear Anne, Lady Nada, and let you announce our next speaker, who will be St. Germain. (laughs) Ah, thank you, Ashtar. Our dear Lord Ashtar and these beautiful messages, especially this last one, um, it was so meticulous and so all-encompassing about uh, the beautiful New Jerusalem ship, uh, the activities of the galactics here supporting us right now, and how first contact is all going to come about. And uh, you can find his message posted on the front page under Breaking News of HollowEarthNetwork.com. It was a wonderful message, and it's just waiting for us. And now we expect that St. Germain has had an opportunity to trade places. And uh, welcome, St. Germain. Hello, dear Anne. How nice to hear your sweet voice. Thank you. Well, it's quite an exciting time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you we can have more voices next week, even. Oh. <laughs> We're enjoying this lineup. <laughs> with all of us getting a chance to speak with you. You know, as the time winds down, so many of us are delighted to get on this call and be able to talk with you. I think there are a few others who might like to come, too. So well, I will... we're happy with, with you. We're so delighted you're here almost every week, I, I do believe, and uh, we look forward to it. Oh, it's the high point of my week. Well, 
I don't know if um, <laughs> Lady Portia will <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a lovely time, and we're we we all look forward to it. It's such a privilege and a pleasure for us to to be able to speak with you like this. You know, it's been many years that that there were very few people available who could actually um, speak our messages accurately or, you know, without distortion or where it, it was so easy. This is very easy, talking with you and and talking through Catherine and having all these wonderful people on the line and who can call in and ask us questions. It is, it's just phenomenal. <laughs> and so, so different from all those years when we would have to write a book, you know, in order mm-hmm. to get our message out. So, yeah, this is, this is wonderful. We're getting to know each other. We're get, beginning to feel um, that family kind of bonding because we're getting to know you folks so well and uh, um, feel at home with you. Well, dear Anne, you could hardly feel anything but, given that we've known each other for about a million years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> So, yes, it is. It is delightful. And and we sense that feeling from the others, too. The callers who call in, there are more and more callers who feel so comfortable and who truly understand what it is we're trying to do. They They really do feel the sense of commitment and love that we feel for all of them. And they understand how hard this has been, and they're all working hard, and they realize that we're working hard, too, to help and to make this happen. It is such a joint effort, and a joint effort that goes back thousands of years is quite an accomplishment, isn't it? We're beginning to realize that. Um, We're just kind of catching up with you guys, but... um, you're helping us so much. Well, it is such a pleasure for us. You know, this is, we live for this. We have lived for this. And to see it all coming to fruition, well, there are no words that can describe the pleasure and fulfillment that we feel as each of us have have been uh, kind of winding down finishing our part of this very complex system of um, organizing, communicating. And it's a pleasure, too. You know, we come closer, all of us, the masters who are working on these various projects, we talk with each other constantly, we consult, we share information, and we have come to work like a uh how do you describe it like a an oiled cog or a, a a machine where the cogs all fit together beautifully and each of us doing a part and each of you 
on the ground doing your part, it's a magnificent thing to see. So the fulfillment and the delight that we feel at being of service and making this happen is just a wonderful thing for us as well. You know, we're celebrating the end of our seven-day fast. Many completed the full seven days. Many did three, four, five days. And uh, we understand that you were able to observe uh, that and notice the changes as we did it. Oh, it was it was amazing that so many continued. I know that it was difficult, you know, and anyone who has any health problems, of course, was encouraged not to continue too long. But um, so many people maintained the spirit, even if they had to maybe take um, one meal or take a day off and then go back to it. Many people did that. And the fact that many continued for seven full days. What a wonderful thing. What a commitment. What did And it really helped. It, it really helped to uh, bring forth what we're experiencing now, that you're moving ahead quite rapidly. Yes, it did. Absolutely it did. Or as Zora would have said, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a revelation in itself. We're learning uh, to address Zora differently now. (laughs) It's Father God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In no uncertain terms. Yes, we like to see so sometimes bring back the indeed because everyone enjoyed that (laughs) we did we did so we appreciate father god for his for his wonderful presentation and his 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 loving efforts to do everything he possibly could to make contact with with all of the people and sometimes you know it helps to have a friendly, familiar voice coming mm-hmm. to talk with you every other week, like, you know, a fireside chat. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful how many people responded and uh, came every week. Now every we, have to, we have to change our ability to um, adjust to this. And if there's any way you can help some of those that are in a little bit of transitional bewilderment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Of course, there will be those who might be astonished. But after two years, those who have listened to Zora's voice for two years, I bet they were coming close to suspecting that Zora was more than just, you know, the um, the, cent- the sentinel at the North Pole. <laughs> he he did he did let on a number of times. I heard him slip. There was one time when he said. Um, well, if you decided you didn't want to be Lady Nada, we could fix that. 
Oh, that scared me. <laughs> well, that was Lanto that said that. No, it was Zora who said it. Oh, was it Zora that said it too? Yes. Well, Zora. I adjusted pretty quick after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think of it. Who but Father or Mother and Mother God could fix that? Ooh. <laughs> he made a number of those slips. Every once ah. in a while he would he would let on that he was in fact the creator. He always had the ultimate knowledge, did he not? He oh, always answered yes. your questions, no matter what they were about. Who but Father God would have those answers? Yes. Who but Father God could do such powerful healings. So, as the um, the years went by, it seemed pretty clear to me that there must be a number of people who were suspecting that mm-hmm. uh, there might be more than just someone who, you know, was in charge of a few things in Hollow Earth. So, Maybe there are those who are stunned by it. But of course, Catherine has been channeling Mother, Father, God. She was channeling Father God a long time ago. Mm-hmm. In the messages. So mm-hmm. we just had several versions um, of of the same thing. I mean, there, the details might have varied. The, the medium... It was a little different, but certainly the tone of the messages is the same because what comes through is endless love. Oh, yes. And uh, his closing of uh, last night's call was, or, or Monday's call, time has just compressed for us so much now that uh, that authoritative close uh, has just... Um, literally changed all of our lives down here. Well, that's very good to hear. Yes. yes. Of course, that's appropriate. Anyone who is truly of an open heart, anyone who has uh, been willing to feel what's behind those messages, to Mm -hmm. feel the power of Father God's love, would be changed by it. Mm-hmm. And this is what we have taught all along. He mentioned the I am presence. You know that yes, yes. the message we have tried to bring mm-hmm. for generations. And it was wonderful to hear him speak that way to everyone. Oh and, yes. And that and that everyone on the call could hear it, especially those who were there at the moment it was that he made that that wonderful announcement. What a oh. mm-hmm. what a beautiful thing for people to remember. And yeah, it's just it, it was just life changing. Everything seemed to just rearrange itself from that point on. Hmm. And that is what people are telling you? 
Well, everybody woke up in a different world the next morning. Maybe it was the end of the contracts that was affecting them. But um, I got and I got so many uh, emails of people that were in tears after that. It just it just really had quite an impact. Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. You know, speaking, speaking of contracts, um, I want to underline what Mother Father God said about the um, the end of all mm-hmm. contracts. We are talking about the end of all contracts with those banks and institutions that have been gouging money from everyone on the planet Everyone on the planet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is affected by this system which siphons off money on every transaction that occurs on the entire planet. Well, there may be a few small places where it hasn't, you know, taken root. But mm-hmm. almost everywhere on the planet, every transaction that involves any money has had a payoff to what we've been calling the banksters. Yeah. Those, all those contracts are finished at an end, will Mm. not be honored. And any um, litigation or uh, move on the part of these institutions to try to harass or threaten their customers, so-called customers, mm-hmm. um, will be denied. Mm. It won't have any teeth. Those people who are already in process will get some help because all what I can tell people now, mm-hmm. all you have to do is delay. I and you may find that- some clever... Uh, suggestions about how to do that on various websites that are helping mm-hmm. people do this. The Freedom Club is one of those. Okay. We've talked about that before. Um, they have explanations and uh, a very complex and complete website uh, that gives suggestions about how to do this. Mm-hmm. Writing letters, um, making motions in court, There are various ways that people can now simply delay, um, challenge. It's Mm -hmm. important to challenge any threat or any um, pursuit, you know, of collection so that the banks will be stopped in their tracks. Amen. Amen. Yes, Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, you know something that Catherine asked during that call? It was right at the end, and she said um, that, you know, she has worked so hard and has taught others how to relieve, uh, release um, attached dark entities and uh, um, not, not only that and, and, and uh, technical things, and she asked if she would still need to be doing that, and uh, Father God answered and said, it is finished. And Catherine said, wonderful. 
um, a gentleman that she and I were just concerned with that we felt was suffering from just that attachment um, woke up the next day feeling like himself again. Uh, Has that released these attachments? It absolutely has. Oh. Oh. When we, yes, by contracts and soul contracts, we also mean that every, every um, soul, in, every interference from every lifetime, going mm. back to the beginning of your birth as a soul, every single one has been released. Oh, for heaven's sake. No wonder we woke up in a different world the next morning. That's right. Oh. So don't listen to anyone who says that nothing's changing. <laughs> because this alone will change thousands, millions of people. Oh. And, and will allow them to more easily raise their vibrations now uh, in readiness for ascension, that they were caught and couldn't do that. Absolutely. Ooh. It will have an enormous effect. Mm. And even those people who had no idea at all that they might be, um, that mm-hmm. they might have been affected by this kind of thing, mm-hmm. over centuries, over the um, various civilizations that mm-hmm. many lived through, there were there were objects of torture. There were. Uh, black boxes, there were fire balls, there were mm. kinds of locks and interferences in various parts of the body that had been used, and many of those were still in place for mm. people. And this was especially important for light workers because those who have been on the front lines of of fighting against the dark were the the ones who were most often targeted and sometimes would have quite a collection of gadgets and jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That was interfering with their functioning. Oh, what so, a release yeah. that is. Then that's incredible. Yeah. Yes, even those who were completely unaware and uh-huh. I suspect that Probably eighty mm, percent, maybe more, of those uh-huh. people who thought they were depressed, uh-huh. or thought they had some sort of anxiety disorder, uh-huh. will, will suddenly find that their so-called mental illness has completely d- disappeared. Oh, this is so beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Oh, no wonder we're going to start flying ahead now because their disorders were affecting other people and it just it just cleared the whole board that way. That's right. Now, there may be some who will take a little time to realize that they've been healed because the thinking mm-hmm. might still be in place. So yeah. now it will be important to, for people to have a time of healing and um i will i will agree next week why don't i c- 
come on and and give you and the others who are listening a meditation uh-huh. that will help with healing the um, the thinking process that is already in place and that will need to be completely changed. Oh, yes. Now, it's no yes. accident uh-huh. that, of course, that I'm interested in these things. My uh, My twin flame, who is now channeling me, it is also her work. Mm-hmm. And so she has she has offered the visual centering work, which mm-hmm. is is precisely in this direction. And mm-hmm. I will do the part that has to do with a meditation that will be um an adjunct to the work that she does. Oh yes. Oh, I'm so glad this came up because that's the point we're at right now. That's uh, everybody has been released, but they're still caught in the pattern. Exactly. Yes, and they may not realize that they've been released mm-hmm. because they're yeah. still reliving the patterns, the old yeah. patterns. So yes, we can we can offer a meditation next time that mm-hmm. will be with that. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes. Now, I think it's time for me to turn this over. Oh, do you know we only have five minutes left? (gasps) Oh. But this has been so gripping. This has been such an enlightenment. Um, But we've left out, who was our last speaker? Uh, Archangel Michael? Michael. Oh, step aside immediately and give him his Okay. Yes, we're looking forward to it. We'll let Archangel Michael uh, close the call for us. All right. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. Thank you. And now as we wait, um, and uh, Catherine hasn't had a chance to even catch her breath hardly, between four different guests, um, which she's just moving from uh, her twin flame, as he told us, St. Germain, uh, now she's moving in to welcome Archangel Michael. And since Archangel Michael is left with only about four minutes, it's all his to complete and end the call for us. Archangel Michael, we welcome you. Oh, greetings, Lady Nada. And beloved ones, I'm happy to hear to be here today. And yes, they were they were giving you such interesting information. I was happy to listen and and be here on sidelines even if I hadn't had a chance to talk. It it's a pleasure to be in the company of our dear friends. You know, there's something very interesting I'm going to fill you in on. There was um I was in attendance today and the past few days with the group of the women who are working with Catherine. And among them are many of the archangels. And it is such a pleasure for us to see people who are now incarnated discovering their true identities. So many of them are now. But this group is especially powerful and have had had such pleasure 
helping each other to remember, helping each other to discover their true identities. And so they will come among you. They will be among the ones to lead you, among the ones who will offer a hand to those who may be struggling with these changes, who will be confused perhaps and and upset even that things are changing so fast, even if it is for the better. There may be many who are who are not necessarily pleased with that or who just simply don't know what to do. There will be these wonderful light workers, many of them on your call, and a whole group of them sitting here with Catherine. So I'm delighted to know that they're all awakening, they're all knowing now who they really are, and they will enjoy the next short time this pleasure of experiencing the sense of being your true self. And we encourage all of you to do that exploration. Do that, what you call soul searching. Remember, the veil is lifting. It's there for you to remember. It's there for you to discover. Don't be afraid. Go deep into your own minds and listen. Talk with your higher self. Ask, and you will hear the answers. You will know. You have done great things in your lives. All of you. All of you have accomplished remarkable things. Because this is the planet of remarkable things. And all of you have taken part in it. Some of you for many, many, many lifetimes. And so I congratulate all of you. I wish you a soaringly good evening. And we will talk again soon. Blessings. Love. Peace and laughter for all of you. Good night. Good night, Archangel Michael. Thank you so much. And Catherine, if you're here, you're here just in time in our last nine seconds to say goodbye. (laughs) And goodbye, everyone. (laughs) It was wonderful, Catherine. (laughs) I can't wait to hear this. (laughs) Oh, it's wonderful. Good night, Anne. Good night, honey. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody.